the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black in your money. The morning show here on KDOW every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Tell friends about it. I post a copy of it on my Facebook page, which is Cron for Rob Black, K-R-O-N for Rob Black, which may not be the greatest idea in case that station ever gets sold or tucked away. I've got the dumbest name ever for a Facebook page. <laughs> Sometimes we don't think about things like that, um, but it's also going, it's on Twitter, it's on YouTube, Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show on both of those. You can find me. I'm out there is what I'm trying to say. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be in San Rafael. I'm missing a couple soccer games. And the best street party of the year. Um, but that's okay. I'll be in San Rafael at the Four Points by Sheraton. Nice hotel. Uh, not the best food, so don't go there to eat. Good wings, but you wouldn't want to do a sit-down meal there. So Hotel wings. Yeah. yeah, but I'll probably stop by for breakfast. I always look at those events as uh, new folks should buy me breakfast. So if I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. and haul my own. We're going to buy you breakfast, too? We already got, like, 12 bagels that we're going to have to split between all these people. 12 bagels? You're splurging. <laughs> no, we got to get oatmeal, remember, because it's Marin. Oatmeal. And uh, no, 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 no. Um, granola. Sorry. Granola. Yeah. And the chewy kind. It has to be from Trader Up Joe's, because that's better. Just get grape nuts with no milk. <laughs> I, I love grape nuts. So you gotta you got to put the milk in there and then walk away for about 10 minutes and then come back to it. So, big event tomorrow. Retirement planning, wealth preservation, uh, four points by Sheraton, nine to noon, CFP, Chad Burton, myself. Um, show up a little early. I'll be having breakfast. Show up, uh, stay a little late. We'll be answering questions. We're going to bring a CFP or two on top of Chad. Uh, we're going to be talking money, investing, and much, much more. All questions are answered. I'd like a little more uh, uh, crowd participation, participation for sure. Um, so, Chad, uh, you'll be at the event tomorrow from nine to noon. What questions are people asking you on the street right now? What are you finding from people that might translate into good content? Uh, th- the biggest one is how is the election going to affect the market? Isn't it crazy how close the election is? It's, it's disgusting, actually. It makes me ill to think that this is where we are. Vote Libertarian. Oh, really? Did you see him? <laughs> that was a great showing. 
What's Aleppo? I don't know. What's Aleppo? Is <laughs> it like it's a lemur or a leopard? Would that be? A it happens to be in Syria, and it's a major issue with <laughs> with Syria. Would that be said? That was his first slip. It was. Well, that and, and he got you know, crucified for it. And Trump hasn't been crucified once, nor has Hillary Clinton. Oh, been. Trump's crucified all the time, rightly so. Is he? Oh yeah. I mean, he's it, it, the the media and his soundbite issues. It's pretty pretty rough. Some people I'm think really it's intentional. Rich. I'm some, really rich. <laughs> <laughs> he will make more money by not getting elected and basically slamming whoever gets elected for the next four years. He's going to yeah. be the, the best sound bite ever for news departments. I still have hope somehow somebody else is going to emerge because at this point I'm just going to vote for good luck. Yeah. That's- I mean, it's just, it's a disaster. You got classified email garbage issue and the whole Clinton foundation. And then you got a guy who is, you know, a, le- a definition of a leader is, to bring people together and be able to communicate and solve problems and things like that. You know, it's not a dictatorship. And it, and then Gary Johnson, you got a guy that's in the past, I believe, argued against the need for driver's licenses. So I don't want to, you know, where's the independent party? Oh, you got the Green Party yesterday, right? Jill, whoever, yeah. that is under investigation for misdemeanor for the whole spray painting bulldozers at the protest deal. It's one thing to protest. It's another thing to vandalize, vandalize your property when you're trying to be the leader of a nation. It just, just blows my mind. So anyways, and but at the same time, so we do expect obviously increased volatility in yeah. this next quarter. We have a divergence. Yes. We have a, a change in what the Federal Reserve is saying. I, I don't think it's possible to raise rates in September. I don't think they want it to happen because of the election. Right. I talked about that yesterday on the spot with you yesterday. Um, but I think they do go up because we don't, we're seeing overseas in Japan and Germany and now the ECB, the way they're talking about it, negative interest rates just aren't working. They're not working. Um, so we don't want to be at that point here and we need arrows in the quiver for things to slow down. I don't think our economic growth is even measured correctly anymore with the way that our economy works with Uber and people having multiple jobs and multiple sources of income with Airbnb. I just don't think it's measured correctly and things are fairly decent not necessarily for the middle class like i've said but we are seeing some wage inflation there um but no matter what happens with the election yes we're still going to see gridlock yes johnson and johnson still going to sell the same amount of band-aids right i mean they're gonna companies are still going to get past the elections and do what they do i will Um, say the one potential like i just find it to be a wild card and it's probably the one reason I don't want Clinton to win. And I have pros and cons for both candidates. I'm not telling you how I have mostly cons for both. I mean, I'm so disgusted with both of them. Just, you know who I fear getting into a cabinet in an economic position? It's mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. When she talks about taxing Apple 105%, yeah. I'm like, that's mathematically not possible, is it? And uh, I just I do not want corporations to take the brunt of society's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I think some co- corporations are evil. Um, you know, I think, you know, Milan got caught doing something naughty, but I think our insurance industry is pretty naughty and I think they were playing into a naughty environment and I don't think it's necessarily them. I mean, they're not the only people abusing the system. No, no, it's, it's almost like we should have be illegal to be career politicians. I agree. It's, they just all end up in the system playing that game, taking the money and you got, you know, Trump uh, gives his immigration policy speech which is almost identical to Bill Clinton's speech on his start of his second term. 
and he gets hammered for it. Hillary Clinton hammers him for it. They all say the same things in different years, and then they change their story. I don't know. It's just getting frustrating. Okay, so we, we have nobody sell to really sell everything. No, like I said, it's going to be a gridlock situation, okay. and companies are going to figure out a way around it and still do what they do. Whoever's president isn't going to stop the number of baby boomers turning 65 every day. It's not going to stop the huge amount of expenses in healthcare and prescription drugs and this huge innovation that we have with science, healthcare, and technology that's all coming together right now. Um, there's some really exciting investable ideas that are happening. The Internet of Things, automation, you're still going to be able to make a lot of money. So you have to separate even the elections out. It's it's This is the 24th year in the business, and every year it's the same play with different actors. It, it really is. The stories are the same. We felt the same way when Bush and Gore were our what options. Same, what if it's the same actors with different masks on? Ooh, that could be. I didn't think of it that way. You just that blow my whole actors. theory. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of a... Uh, Thanks a lot, Rob. I gotta leave of, now and question my thought process. We need to get Keanu Reeves. Whoa! <laughs> Boy, his motorcycle business is really a disaster. Is that right? I, I, know, that. I know nothing about oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's built... He's, he's into... Um, He's into motorcycles, and he built some sort of a really expensive, fancy, nice motorcycle, and they're okay. just not selling. It's kind of a disaster. That's fair. So um, big event tomorrow. We want to plug it for a second. Um, yeah, so on the retirement planning events, the biggest questions in retirement is how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. We go through that process and how to figure that out because you have to add in what healthcare truly costs. You have to add in your taxes and estimate what those are going to be. Um, all the things that you don't think about, buying new cars every 10 years or so, remodeling your house, having that type of emergency room, what does it cost? And it's 20% more expensive to retire now than it was prior to the credit crisis when rates were higher. And it's going to be that way for the next five to 10 years. So you have to plan much more carefully. Big event, four points by Sheraton tomorrow, nine to noon. It's our only trip to Marin in two years. Uh, so come on out. It's in San Rafael. Great location, easy to get to. No traffic in the morning. You have no excuses. You can sign up at robblackshow.com or newfocusfinancial.com. Newfocusfinancial.com. Free entry code is retire123. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. AM 1220, KDOW. Retirement needs a plan. It's hard to know where to begin, but focusing on just a few essential issues will increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. On Saturday, September 10th, learn winning strategies from two of the Bay Area's leading financial experts when Rob Black and certified financial planner Chad Burton present a special wealth management and retirement event in Marin. Retirement and wealth planning has become more complicated than ever, but at this event, Chad Burton will break it down for you and provide sensible solutions for reaching your retirement goals. Rob Black will give you an in-depth look at dividend stocks and outline his 20 steps to financial freedom. Plus, attorney and well-known author Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan for 2016. Don't miss this special retirement and wealth planning event in Marin with Chad Burton and Rob Black. 9 to noon on Saturday, September 10th at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Small Business Expo, it's happening at the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace where cows and bulls rule. It's in San Francisco. It's a week from Thursday. Uh, which was a week from yesterday. So it was a way to say it. So it's six days from now, September 15th. You can get more information about the Small Business Expo at smallbusinessexpo.com, thesmallbusinessexpo.com. Drop by and visit the KDO Debbie booth and get some free swag. I'm sure we've got some pretty cool magnets to give away. I know you're saying magnets. Ooh, it's the 21st century magnets. I know. They're all that in a bucket of chicken. So, uh, Cow Palace in San Francisco, September 15th. Sign up or just go to the event and find out more information at smallbusinessexpo.com. And it's at the Cow Palace, which is really, really quite a lovely place. Mineage their sewage. Got a little bit of a sewage problem on occasion. <laughs> so, anyway, CFP Chad Burton chimes in. CFP Chad Burton will be with me tomorrow at the Four Points Sheraton in San Rafael. We haven't been there in two years. I figured that out. It was it was August two years ago. It was August two years kind ago. Funny, yeah. I know that because my friend uh, had his car broken into and had his uh, laptop stolen. Not at the Four Points by Sheraton because they've got great security there. <laughs> not like anyone in Marin commits crimes other than how shall we say not shaving. The, the women don't shave their armpits in Marin. Oh, I think it's illegal. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Little little earthy, little granola. <laughs> Stop by for a cup of granola, um, 9 to noon, four points by Sheraton, San Rafael. We're going to talk a little retirement, a little wealth planning, uh, having a plan. Big thing having a plan, isn't it? It is, and we should plan to have more than just bagel. We should have granola. I think you're right, and we better call and check on that. And free razors, sponsored by Bic. <laughs> okay, now that we've offended everybody in Marin, please come out and see us. And, and bring flannel. <laughs> flannel gets you in for free. Oh, that would have been the best entry code for free. For the Marin, instead of retire one two three, we should have said like, flannel get you in for free. Flannel. <laughs> Password is flannel. So anyway, you can find out more about it at newfocusfinancial.com. So let's talk about having a plan. Um, I'm finding most people. I just got an email from someone who's in retirement. He goes, "Will this event benefit me?" And I'm like, "It has to." If he's asking the question. Yeah. If you're already retired and you just, you should have the idea that, okay, I've got a strategy for rebalancing. I know how much shape money I should have. I know how long it's going to last. I know what long-term rate of return I should be using for projections right now with interest rates so low and, and what I should be using for inflation on normal expenses versus healthcare expenses and what that all looks like. I mean, we, our clients that have a plan, it's updated every day with account values and they can go online and rerun projections every single day if they wanted to. I wouldn't recommend doing that every day, but you can. So you should, uh, part of retiring comfortably is knowing that you have a strategy. It's, I mean, could you imagine you're just funding these accounts sure. and then you stop working with no idea how long it's going to last? I've already started coming up with a plan to keep income in retirement. Like I've started working on that. Mm-hmm. So you be the mayor of somewhere um, board positions. I'm going to get lucrative board positions mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I just uh, get lots of money to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, maybe a little soccer training. So, I've got something in my head. I mean, I, I just I'm going to have to have income. Yeah. The barrier is just too expensive. And there's ways to save. I have actually quite a few clients that are on boards, various boards and boards. they boards of public companies yep. where they get paid you know, a fee to be on the board and they run it as a small business 
And usually it's, you're typically in your late fifties, sixties running that. And as a small business, you can set up things called defined benefit plans. And I had a guy that just deferred a half a million dollars pre-tax in one of these things. Wow. Saving, you know, over $250,000 in taxes this year. So I try to pay for myself over time. Do you call it saving money in taxes or do you call it not paying the IRS and breaking the law? It's saving money. And in this case, what's really great is there the, the way that we've set up the estate is the beneficiaries on the retirement accounts are their favorite charities. Okay. So nobody will ever pay taxes on that money. Your phone. Yep. I just filled Phil's coffee on my phone. Thanks, Phil. That's good. See, that's Phil's- why I got to upgrade now. I got to give up my headphone jack and upgrade to the waterproof one. You got a lawsuit pending. <laughs> Phil's coffee cups uh, spill too easily. Yep. So, you know, I have a friend who um, she was at a Starbucks and the wind blew, and one of their um, umbrellas fell on her and hit her shoulder, mm-hmm. and she got a a pretty decent settlement. It took a, quite a while. Was she um, legitimately injured from it? Yeah, she was legitimately injured. Her shoulder, um, you know, to the point of like, oh, my shoulder's not feeling good. Ten years later. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but not. She's not like limping, or you know, she's not like she's not deformed. It, yeah. Um, but you know what she did? She put all that money into investing. That was that became her retirement plan right there. Her Good whole life, her. her whole life before that was shaking her, her booty and and making money with and tips and um, you know trying to find the right husband to marry. And then nope, 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 nope. Umbrella falls on her, and she's like, "That's my retirement plan." Hmm. Interesting. You see, you know. Everybody goes through life, and at some point, they, they're the victim of, say, an auto accident. Uh-huh. So parents can watch their kids and see how they deal with that issue um, and what they do with the money when they get the settlement. Okay. And you can start to see, okay, what do I need to do with my estate plan? If they do receive an inheritance, how much protection do I need? You know, Should I put restraints on the money and leave it to them in trust so they can only get a certain amount out and they don't spend themselves into poverty? What's this tell you about me? When I was 18, I got rear-ended. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in San Francisco. There's no snare drum joke here. <laughs> I was driving. Her foot slipped off the brake, and she hit me. Um, and my brother David is a personal injury attorney. What a perfect brother to have at that point in time. Um, and so that I, I walked away from the accident fine. But that night, I tightened up. I didn't know that was going to happen. So mm-hmm. go to the doctor the next day, and he goes, um, you've got a strained neck. And he basically gave me some super aspirin and stuff like that. I didn't have to wear the neck thing. And then I was like... I can get a payday out of this. And my brother Dave was like, you should, because you know, you know, you got hospital costs, you got time off from work, that kind of thing. I was like, how much can I get? Like to me, it was a, how much can I get kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, for a strained neck, the definition is $3,000. And if you do go for $3,001, the, the, the insurance company is going to go to court and fight you. If you go for 2,500, they're going to have a party. Uh, 2,000, they'll settle. 1,000, 3,000 is what is the dividing line. So there's actually a definition on, on different injuries that insurance companies will fight and or not fight, which I found very interesting. Gosh, I'm going through that right now. My son got rear-ended. In, uh, was he in San Francisco? No, he was not in San Francisco. He was not. And so he he had three friends in his car leaving yeah. school. One kid dislocated his jaw. That's how bad it was. Ooh. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty hardcore rear-end, so we're kind of dealing with that issue right now. Um, what's interesting about it is I learned that if you maul someone and they're crippled, it's worth a lot more money than if you kill someone. Yeah. So yeah. so back up and back up and kill them. <laughs> so that's what Brother David gave me advice on. Unless it's your family members, someone like that. Remember, I think that's one of the first things I heard you say on radio, which I 
this guy's a little bit odd. I'm going to keep <laughs> listening. <laughs> Everything has a definition. Who knew? So anyway, um, learn more about investing tomorrow in retirement planning and wealth planning. If you've been in an accident, if you've won big winnings in gambling, um, or if you've just saved your whole life, or let's say you work at a, a, a dot-com startup that did really well, learn more about retirement wealth planning tomorrow, September 10th, from 9 to noon at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael with myself and CFP Chad Burton. A lot of content, a lot of questions answered. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So if you want to protest this show, take a knee. Watch the NFL last night. I have to tell you, CFP Chad Burton, that I'm officially old because I don't care about the NFL in any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't talk about it. I don't, you know, live vicariously through it. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Um, I had a meeting during that time, so I got to catch just parts of the game, but I was pretty impressed with the comeback at the end. Okay. For some reason, sports, don't, it doesn't juice me like that. Like, NFL's never worked for me. Yeah. Well, it worked I mean, for me. I until, it worked NBA, for me until it was funny. Short, and I would have never made it. Yeah. But, um, it's just, I just like the quicker pace of it, but I still love football. I've got some friends who've got some small children who happen to be small and like they're like not midgets, not dwarves, but they're just small boned and small bodied mm-hmm. and they put the kids in basketball. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, is that bad of me to question parents? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I'm, my kids, especially my middle son, he's played everything. I mean, oh. basketball, baseball, which he decided he didn't like anymore, wrestling, <laughs> track, uh, he loves soccer, which is the one organized sport I never played, but you did. Yeah, yeah. How do you have that conversation with a kid who doesn't love a sport anymore? Do you just go with it and say, "Well, it's their decision"? Or do it you is. Yeah, this year he didn't. He just crushed it in track last year on the mile. And oh, what's, co- what's his mile? He was like five fifty well, as a seventh good. grader. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, they barely beat that in college. But um, and and he didn't. You know, he just would naturally did it. He was a long distance runner, but he's pretty quick too. And he just didn't want to do it. A lot of his friends decided not to do it. And I said, well, go out and spend two weeks. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And he went through the two weeks and he said, no, I still don't want to do it. All right. To you. I'm not gonna f- in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? But I will force him into wrestling. I will take his phone away if he does not do that. Is that true? <laughs> I might. He's really good at that. Is he going to wrestle shoot this year? Yep, he is. So, What a great movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, Mc- Quest. Matthew McConaughey. Not Matthew McConaughey. No. Matthew Modine. Yeah. And what an odd character. He's such not a wrestling type of a person. Okay. That played in that, but he pulled it off in that movie. What I liked about it was he was in love with his nanny or his housekeeper. What was she? I don't even remember that part. And oh, that's back when little TNA in a movie went a long way. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. We're going to see her boobs sometime in this film. And you did for like one tenth of a second. Um, and her name was Carla something. 
but um, he's driving, and she goes, yeah. She's got like a Jersey accent. She goes, yeah, I like a guy with big hands. And he, he keeps like putting his hands and like, like <laughs> trying to show <laughs> right. her that he's got big hands. Uh, I'm going to have to watch that again soon. I bet it's horrible. No, it. it I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's been probably about six or seven years since I watched it. Okay. Because, I mean, every wrestling team, You're I think, watches it thirty years once movie. a year. That was 30 years ago. Yeah, and a lot of movies don't age well. Comedies okay. tend to not age that well. Yeah. Unless you're talking about Arthur. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good drunk? Oh, man. That movie couldn't be made today. Socially irresponsible. Yeah. Oh, with that said, uh, speaking of socially irresponsible, um, if people you've don't... got a, a Fed, the Federal Reserve up on your screen there. Socially irresponsible. Well, I was going to go a different direction. Do you think okay. it's socially irresponsible not to save for retirement? Because, yeah. Okay. I, I do. I mean, I, I've said that several times that if you're driving down the road right now and you've got a pack of cigarettes and a 32 ounce cola on your way to work and you're smoking and you know and your car just, and your car smells of weed right and you wonder why you don't have any money to save for retirement yeah. could be your choices and i just don't want to have to pay for you i mean and that's like you're talking about in that case the guy who's marginal i've got a family member who used to make pretty good six figures mm mm-hmm. mhm um, salesperson at Siemens, and he decided to take time off to be an entrepreneur. It didn't work out. He was going to go. His idea was to go to different companies and, per, per, you know, say, "We'll build an app inside your company instead of you acquiring an app. We'll, we'll like, we'll speak that pretty good idea to go inside the company and do it that way." Um, didn't work. He's been unemployed for two years, oh, and boy. I think he's just as socially irresponsible as the guy whose car smells of weed and has a lot of potato chips and cigarettes and soda cans in his mm-hmm. car. And I think they both end up poor. Right. You got neck tattoos and everything else, and you wonder why you can't get <laughs> anything but a coffee shop job. Anyone who has a neck tattoo free entrance tomorrow. Yes. At the seminar in San Unless you can go, you know, build stuff in May Harley's and then get all the neck tattoos you want. But I would, I, I would think that you would want to have your career path set in line and make sure you you're going to do what you want to do before you make yourself not hireable in many positions. How do you feel about tattoos? I. <clears throat> Like like I think they're fine. I think they're the point, though, that... How about your kids? I, I mean, I have one tattoo of a four-leaf clover. Yeah. The Irish side. It's bad. It's it, bad. It, I didn't pay for it. I walked out in college. Yeah. It was it was bad. Um, and it's funny because I have a reminder that gets set all the time, and I just keep moving it forward. Get tattoo removed. Get tattoo removed. But um, it, it's, it's to the point now, especially since we have offices in near Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I just see too many of them. It's like, it's not different anymore. Okay. It seems to be everybody's doing it. Yeah, which makes me want to not have one at all. It's funny because when it's done well, it's done really, really well. And when it's oh, done, the art, the art is amazing. But and then, it, then when it's done badly, it's it's horrific. And like, I remember being single, and her tattoos were bad. Mm. Like she had like Minnie Mouse and like. Bad, it was. I will show you pictures at some point in time. And I was like, I can't date her. <laughs> like, who makes a bad? There's decision? a lot of Tasmanian devils on calves of men too. For some reason, so, I don't know. Yeah, you see that. Often, which is craziest tattoo I ever saw was at the gym. And this guy in his personal area had a fire breathing dragon. Um, <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful dragon. <laughs> and you can't help but look. Oh, man. And can you imagine what part of the dragon's tongue was on his anatomy? Mm hmm. Say what? I know. <laughs> Pretty well thought out. Now then, there's another side, like um, some you know Japanese people believe that you know let's get your body decorated in art so that when you go to heaven, 
you have like conflicting dragons and white and black fighting each other. And I mean, I think that's a fantastic idea to get tattoos after you die. I think it's funny when people get something written and like me getting a tattoo of something written in Japanese or Chinese or something like that. Yeah. I mean, do they have something written in English on their so, body over there? So I started, <laughs> I started this with being socially responsible. Yeah. And getting back to that, um, I think it is a little socially responsible to, to overly tattoo until you figure out what your career is. Yeah. Because people will judge you, and it's whether right or wrong, we just get had a whole example of that. We, You and I just talked about it for three minutes of, like, good, bad, good, bad kind of thing. It's like this. If, you, if, you, if you've smoked for all of your life and you are in your 40s or later – you sound like you smoke, and that's going to come off in your interview, and that's going to concern people because in the back of your mind, HR is going to be thinking about their health care insurance and how much that's going to cost. Whether or not they'll say it or not, you're going to have or the a boss little bit of bias taking, here. The boss is going to be thinking he's going to be taking smoke breaks all day. Smoke breaks all day, health care, you know, bronchitis, yeah. all that kind of stuff that comes along with it. Um, and it does age you, makes you look older. And the Bay Area is supposed to be so... Liberal, but it's the worst age discrimination state I've ever seen. And we have clients you know, oh, yeah. across the country, and it's horrible here. All of the people get laid off. I mean, there's still some people that were laid off and couldn't afford to retire when they're 55 that are still having problems, you know, securing that job because they just don't fit the that. culture of a you know a certain new company, like a Facebook right. or a box or. Um, and I can tell you, like, I'll go camping sometimes, and like, uh, there'll be a corporate camping site real close. A box will get the corporate site. And they're all young and beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's me who's like struggling, struggling to like walk to the bathroom. <laughs> Middle of the night, my process. Like you're drinking the sugar-free rock stars. That's going to kill you, man. I'm surprised you're not having MS like, uh, you know, functionality issues from all that fake sugar in there. Do you want to get up and be on time for a radio show? I, Mr. I, I rolled know, in. I know. Phil's coffee, well, Phil's coffee was. Like, well, I gotta get coffee. Phil, I was on time at Phil's. It was the rerouting that Waze took me across the Dunbarton, and it didn't work out for me. Huh? Yeah. When Waze the coffee's first rate, so is everything else. <laughs> so, uh, focusing again, age yeah. discrimination. Mm-hmm. So, I have a friend whose marriage fell apart because of age discrimination. Really? Um, they're a fun couple. They brought Fireball to every party. Um, I'll never drink Fireball again. Ooh, look, Fireball. Um, I was going to say that just, I can feel a headache from yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah. I remember crawling into someone's tent one night. That's where it always, fireball always comes out tent. on like rafting trips and camping right, yeah, yeah. trips and it was camping trip. boats when it shouldn't. <laughs> so she just moved, she just posted her first picture on Facebook for living in her new home in Phoenix in Scottsdale. Mm. Uh, age discrimination basically took him out of the job market here and he tried to do the entrepreneurial thing, tried the entrepreneurial thing, tried the entrepreneurial thing. And uh, no sex in the marriage, no sex in the marriage, no income, no sex, no income, no sex. Um, she, she loved him, but she needs a provider, so she's out. Hmm. Scottsdale, Arizona, with her two kids. So I don't know. Which would you rather have, no sex or no income? <laughs> or tattoos. Moving on. <laughs> or tattoos. <laughs> no, or bad, or, no or bad tattoos. tattoos. A face tattoo. I already have a bad tattoo. A Mike Tyson face tattoo. <laughs> Um, okay, so big event tomorrow. It's retirement planning and wealth preservation. Yeah. And a little, I'm going to go over a checklist of you should you should have home insurance. You should have life insurance and what type, that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to talk a little dividend stocks. We're going to talk retirement and wealth planning. It's at the four points by Sheraton, San Rafael, which is super easy to get to. It's from nine to noon. 
Uh, we won't keep you too long. Nothing crazy. Entertaining, infotaining. Um, any last thoughts from you on it? Oh, we'll talk about you know things like negative rates, uh, cost of retirement. Should you pay off your house? Basic things that people are concerned about right now, the elections and how that might affect the market. How interest rates might affect the market, too. Mm-hmm. So, because we got another Fed governor out there yesterday saying... Time to raise. Uh, time to raise. Uh, we're in a raising cycle. Mm-hmm. So, but meanwhile, we're not. Meanwhile, Japan and Germany are negative. Japan's been negative for a long time. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. There's good downloads there. It's newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So tomorrow, CFP Chad Burton and myself, um, we're going to bring a couple financial planners, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to bring an estate planning attorney. We're going to bring a real estate expert, a lender, uh, to give advice on everything that you could possibly think of. But there's going to be a heavy focus on retirement and wealth preservation um, I like checklists. I like knowing like 20 things that you need to accomplish. Like everyone should have a will or a trust. Do you have a will or trust? Check or no check. And I'll tell you why you need a check. Um, in the state of California, things get complicated quickly. Um, if you have a piece of property, you're talking about going into probate when you die. And people die. Uh, just turn on the news on a regular basis. It's It's a pretty common occurrence. And it's a sad state of affairs. Sometimes houses catch on fire. Sometimes kids bring guns to school. Sometimes, you know, a bus driver takes a hard left and there's a bicyclist there. So it happens. Um, CFP Chad Burton will be there. It's in San Rafael at the Four Points Sheraton. It's from 9 to noon. You can sign up right now at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Free entry code is retire123. You'll learn something, I promise. Um, and that's very rare in life because... You probably watched the Broncos game last night. And you know what you learned? You just wasted three hours of your life. Because you know what? Those guys don't play for you. They don't share their incomes with you. But woohoo! Week one is underway. Okay, I like the playoffs. I'll agree to that. But I don't have the time to do fantasy football. Who does free fantasy football? That makes no sense to me, Chad. That's like playing cards for free. Like, with no pot. I think the only game that I... Watch the entire, yeah. you know, entire game okay. would be the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. I, most of the other stuff, I'm always doing something else with four kids and a business that I'm like in and out and in and out. And as my wife will tell you, I can't sit down for more than about 30 minutes anyways. But That's good. I do, I mean, I do enjoy, I do have a much greater respect for the salary that they learn, earn after watching the concussion film with Will Smith. I mean, you're, you basically, if you sign up to play football, you're signing up for brain injury <laughs> for the rest of your life. Unless you're maybe the kicker. So be the kicker. If your kids want to play football, have them be the kicker. So the woman who cuts my hair, mm-hmm. she comes all the way from American House. Um, so she's driving a long way yeah. to cut hair on the peninsula. All three of her kids play football. The woman who cuts my hair, is she white? White For letting her kids play football, does that make her white? Fill in the word. <laughs> Rhymes with crash. White. Crash. 
Have you a, have to be kind of like trashy to let your kids play football. Is it like no, that? you don't. It's kind of a perception, right? No. <laughs> is what I had to do with, with... You just said if you sign up to play football, you're signing up for concussions. Well, you know Pop Warner is getting sued for that same issue now, the concussion issue. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So th- I think there... I mean, there's a lot of advancements going on in football in terms of concussion-free helmets and things like that, but it's, so, it's going to so be a while. Someone's driving in their truck right now and going, I can't believe Rob just said if you play football, you're white trash. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it that. I don't. I don't agree with that one because I want football to continue, I and mean, I do like watching it that much. Would you want your kids to play football though? If they were huge and they were the one doing the majority of the tackling, yes. Okay. So, um, so one of the things we're going to talk about tomorrow is stretching your income over a long retirement. Have your kids play in the NFL and help you retire. Eighty percent of NFL players are bankrupt within three years of leaving the NFL. So yeah, that's not going to help. So that's a bad plan. Yep. And then, then you're taking care of them, him, because he's got brain injuries. So okay, bad your, plan. You've right. got two burdens, right? Yep. I'll take that one out of the strategic list. So I think you're going to have a long retirement, a long, long retirement. You're relatively thin, fit, musculature. <laughs> you got fine musculature. Um, you oil your muscles, like that guy from Tonga, um, <laughs> which is always an impressive sight at the seminars. You're I, fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. I don't think yeah. I'm going to through a lot of coconut oil. I don't. Yeah, a lot of coconut. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you know it's coconut oil is a tell. So um, I don't think I'm going to have a huge retirement. I think I get to 65 and have a massive heart attack and die. Um, but you have to plan different than I do. Just from that, you look. It looks like you'll have longevity. Well, yeah, it, and so you, as a person, might think, okay, I'm going to collect Social Security at 62 because I'm going to die at 65. Right. But if you have wife and kids and everything else, what the spouse earns, if she had a much lower income than you, she's going to be playing off your benefits. And when you die, she's going to get your check. So even though you think you're going to die at 65, you're going to have to wait until you're 70 to take Social Security in order to provide for your spouse after you die. So don't just so when I die at your when I When I die at 65, put me in the backyard. For five years. No, the freezer, like we talked about. Put the, me in the freezer. The lay-down freezer, so you can put stuff on top of you and cover you up. And five years later, the wife pulls me out of the freezer, thaws me, and goes, okay, he's My husband now. died. <laughs> uh, and if it's a pension, you're never getting pulled out of the freezer. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So um, people have to expect, I think, 40 years in retirement. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, what's what's interesting about what is happening even with our economy and the whole automation of things, whether it's drones stocking shelves in an Amazon warehouse, driverless cars taking over taxi driver jobs, uh, any of the automation that's going on out there. One, if you have money, it's going to be a very investable area. And there's a huge amount of science, technology, healthcare that's all coming together, creating this next boom, I believe, in the economy. Now, for the next five years, you're going to have a bigger spread between the have and the have-nots. If you have money to invest in this, you're going to make a heck of a lot more money. But if your middle-class job is being taken away by automation and you don't shift gears and re-educate yourself, you're going to have problems. So, I mean, you've got to... I'm liking how you're thinking. Yeah. I mean, the... People are going to really have to separate our investments good because the economy doesn't sound like it's doing good because of the job loss in the middle class. You can have that job loss in the middle class and still make money if you already have money to invest. And that, that's one thing that I've been having to explain a lot to people that 
as this this will be a big issue. It's going to be changing our economic structure over the next five to ten years in a major way. And hopefully it gets old people to leave the state of California. You know, there's a lot of old people in California that without having their mortgage paid off and without Prop 13, there's no way they could afford to live here. Well, we have a security guard at Cron that's 75 plus years old. And as soon as a robot takes his job, he's going to have to move. I love robots. <laughs> Big event tomorrow in San Rafael, Retirement and Wealth Planning, CFP Chad Burton. Stay tuned for the next hour as we're going to get nitty-gritty on retirement. You can find out more about the seminar at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.